If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, September 5th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for a really great long weekend. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for long weekends that include lots of family time and sleep. I read, (laughs) somebody posted or shared something on Instagram that made a really great point about family time, right? So when there are occasions or um, events, you rush to get to a certain place on time. Everybody's been shoved into uncomfortable clothes, you know, that they Mm -hmm. don't want to wear. There might be a photographer there. There, you know, people you haven't seen in forever. And they said that should not, that, that is not, family time that those are obligations. So you got to go to, you got to go to, to, to church on Easter Sunday. You got to go to grandma's house on her birthday. You know, you got to get the, take the picture on the beach wearing the khakis and the blue shirt. Yeah. But you got to do all that, but don't say that that's family time because family time is everybody wearing their most comfy t-shirt hanging out in the living room. I saw a monsters um, ink on doing nothing. Which is exactly what we were doing. We were watching Monsters, Inc. and Toy Story. Um, One of them. I can't even remember which one at this point because my head is like a revolving. I think you said it was four. We watched Toy Story, Monsters, Inc. and Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. Like it's like, you know. Yeah. That's what's on rotation in our house. I found, uh, well, one of my friends posted this super cute picture of her daughter this weekend. And then I noticed that there was a photographer linked to it. So I clicked on it and there is a photographer whose whole brand is coming to people's houses when they're not dressed up, when they're not made up yes. and taking pictures of yes. them interacting like in life. How great is that? Isn't that cool? And she's in Atlanta. I followed her on Instagram. because so I was like, Ooh, that would be like Jeff Dollar's perfect photo shoot. Because that's what those- That's real. That's real. And it goes back to our Santa Claus pictures from, mm-hmm. la- from last year. Mm-hmm. Which, you know what? Let's, let's add that to the schedule today. The Santa Claus pictures. Yeah. Because last year, we had pictures taken of Ellie with Santa Claus. And it was one of those situations where there were, you know- 10 appointments per hour. You had to be in and out in five minutes. Yeah, you get something. five minutes with Santa and then the photographer who we love like goes click, 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 click and then and right. then the next person. So, so it's not sit on Santa's lap and tell him what you want. That type of situation. It's a photo shoot. It's a photo shoot, right. And all the kids are dressed up in their, you know, red and Cute green little, dresses yeah. and their little boys are wearing their little ties and it's all, it's adorable. But- as we have explained in the show, Ellie doesn't operate. Ellie does not jump right into things. Ever. It's just who she is. Ellie stands back and studies everything for a full five minutes. She looks at everybody in the room. She looks at every decoration. She looks at every toy. And then she decides what she wants to investigate first. And if we only have a five-minute window and she spends four and a half of that study in the room and Santa's not what she wants to go to first. We're not getting a picture with Santa. Yeah. But you and the photographer wanted a picture with Santa. Yes, we did. And so for three minutes, you guys were trying to coax Ellie onto Santa's lap. And finally 
I'm finally three minutes into it. I said, you guys just stop. Like let her hang out here with Santa. Just doesn't matter. Like, stop. Cause I, I'm not, I actually, I, I, I understand the humor and I, I'm not knocking anybody who does it, but the pictures of kids looking tortured on Santa's lap actually bother me. Yeah. I, I get it. I don't like those either. I don't care for those. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a whole thing. And I've had friends share theirs with me and I laugh because a lot of times it is funny, but it's not something that I would subject Ellie to. I'd right. Not, right. So I finally put my foot down or whatever. And I was like, you guys just stop, just let her stand next to Santa and try to figure him out. And the photographer kept shooting and the pictures from the last minute of that five was, minute window. So cute. Because you could see her brain processing who this character is in a bright red suit. And he was such a good patient Santa Claus. He had his fingers lit up. Yeah. He was awesome. He, um, we let Bobby, you know, the famous Bobby, Ellie's stuffed Stuff animal, sit on. Bobby met Santa. Bobby met Santa. So you could see Ellie's brain like processing all that. And so we don't have any good pictures of her on his lap. But we have a dozen great pictures of her standing at his knee. Staring at him. Studying him. And it's so cute and it is so perfectly Ellie. That, so all that being said, how, that, would be, that would be my dream Christmas photographer. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I want Ellie decorating Christmas cookies with us. Yeah. You know, doing my mom's Christmas cookie recipe. Mm-hmm. That's the fun stuff. Last year she had a Christmas cookie decorating party and we invited half a dozen of her little friends over mm-hmm. and we set it up that right there. So anyways, that was, that's the Santa Claus story. This year I asked Callie what, what the plan is for Santa Claus pictures. And you said that there is no plan. There is no plan here. And, and you don't need or want Santa pictures, which to me is a significant departure from who I believe you to be. No, no, you're wrong. And here's why. I would love for Ellie to meet Santa. Do I need a photo of it? No, but if she wants to meet him, like we see him, Santa comes to the mall that we that is near our house. Uh-huh. And like last year she was staring at him. If she says, I want to go meet him, fabulous. But I feel like the important Santa pictures to me are the first year she's born. And then, you know, we did it the next year. When we have another baby. Well, the year she was born, she was a month old. Well. So that doesn't count. Yeah. But the one, the one after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, and I would like one with like our newborn baby, just cause I think it's really sweet, but I don't need the picture. And my thought was also because I'm pregnant right now is that our holiday photo this year would be, would involve me being pregnant. Like me, you, Ellie and the baby. In the womb. Yeah. Like that would be a holiday. Mm, actually, I believe this is my year to do the card. I hate marital compromise. Because <laughs> this is something I feel so strongly about. But I is that what we agreed on? But it's also something I feel strongly about. Okay. I have no problem doing two cards. I'm fine doing card two cards. You I thought you shut that down once. Well, I didn't want people to get the wrong idea and think that we were like getting a divorce or something. 
Oh, so <laughs> you know, like I don't want people well, to be like, wait, we got one from Jeff and we got one well, from Callie. We could figure out a way to do it in two envelopes, can't we? I think we do it. Is there a way that we could make it like a competition and we send two to all of our friends? I mean, that would be kind of expensive, but that'd be funny. Like who gets the better card? Or we just do, you do your friends. I do my friends. No, we don't have exclusive friends. When's the last time you had an exclusive friend? I have exclusive, like I would say our neighbors, like my friend Mara, like that would be my card. But I know Mara, so they don't get a card from me. So I'm not allowed to wish them <laughs> Merry Christmas. I I know them. They've been to our house. We don't have exclusive friends. Yeah, yeah. I think we could do, I think we could figure out a way to do a, you on one side, your card on one side, me on their side and do a little note. I think people would think that's funny. That we can't agree on a holiday it's not, card. It's not that we can't agree. It's that we both really like, because before you and I were married, I took great pride in designing my holiday cards. You did. And they were funny. They were funny or they were, I did one, one year, the year I got, uh, I did the triathlon and got divorced and all of that. I did like a timeline mm -hmm. the, and it unfolded mm -hmm. so you could see the timeline of my entire year. And then had pictures of the triathlon and stuff. I've done cartoons. I did uh, Sadie and I driving a Volkswagen bug with a Christmas tree <laughs> tied to the top. I remember I just, that. That yeah. was so cute. So I take, so, yeah. So I think we could do your design on one side and my design on another and then just include a little note and say, we both love holiday cards, but we can't agree on a style. So this year, you display with the one you like. There you go. And then let people display what they want. So we had a great long weekend. It was mostly lazy. Did you lazy. say what you were grateful for? I did. I said I was grateful for weekends full of family and, that, oh, and yeah. naps. Um, we finally got... The preschool cold. Ellie finally, I was like, it's two weeks into school. How is she not have a runny nose yet? And finally, yesterday it came. So we had the runny nose and I was tired this weekend. So I think maybe I have a little bit of Ellie's cold. Um, and the only bummer about that, because colds are a dime a dozen when you got a toddler, like you just, they touch everything and kids touch each other and then you get germs and that's just the way that it works. Yeah. But we were supposed to go, one of my girlfriends had a baby, a new mm. baby. So we were supposed to go visit the baby and I, I texted her just saying, hey, I have a snotty kid. So I feel like we should reschedule because the baby's only two weeks old. Right. So that was a little bit of a bummer, but yeah, we finally got the first preschool cold. But on the upside, this, the cold, it didn't slow her down at all. No, she doesn't care. And there's just a lot of fluids. And, and she got, she got her runny nose on Monday. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday were all great. Yeah. We, and we did nothing. The high, the highlight for me was on Sunday morning, we went to breakfast and the restaurant we sat outside in the restaurant we went to had a, there was a couple restaurants in this, whatever you Little call courtyard it. Courtyard kind of thing, yeah. And then between the restaurants was a courtyard. And when Ellie was walking in, she saw a little toy dinosaur. I mean, she spotted this thing like, you know, like a sniper finding, you know, his, his target in war, mm -hmm. right? She's like, look, dinosaur. And... There was no kids in the courtyard. And I said to Ellie, well, somebody may have left that. Somebody, you know, that could be somebody's. 
uh, you can go get it if it's still here at the end of breakfast. You can go get it. You can play with it. And said, okay. So we go in. First of all, I don't know if it's Ellie or if it's just kids, but they don't forget stuff. I don't know why I just assumed that kids weren't rem- wouldn't remember things until they were, I don't know, legal drinking age. Right. But this kid remembers everything. Right. So the so we get we we get food whatever. Um, Ellie gets her pancake. She eats it. She woofs down her her fruit. She's good. And then she says, "My belly's full. Can I go get the dinosaur?" Like, n- like she had been thinking about it the whole time. And we said, "Sure." So she jumps down, and she has to kind of cut through the space in a fence to get into the courtyard. Jeff and I wouldn't have fit through there, but she could fit through there. Yeah. And so I said to her, you can go through the fence right there and go into the courtyard and look for it. And if it's there, bring it back and play with it. Um, But don't, you got to go, just go there and look and come back. And she was so... You could tell she was nervous. She, I think she went to the fence once and kind of, and went through and then came right back on the other side. Mm-hmm. And then we said, no, you can go ahead. And we watched her. And I mean, what was it? 10 yards maybe? Yeah, if that. You know? Um, and she went all by herself and she went down the little sidewalk and looked to where the dinosaur was. And um, she found it. So another kid came and played with it. So it, she moved, it got moved. So I told her where to look for it. And when she came back, she had the biggest, most proud grin on her face. She felt it wasn't about. She was so proud of herself. It wasn't about getting the toy. It was about getting it herself. And mm-hmm. I, I, it filled me up. Yeah. it. I mean, just watching her have that little bit of like independence and realizing that she could do something and that she did it well. And then she came back. It was, it was really, really sweet. And I hope I never forget that look on her face because it was so cute. Yeah. It was, it was because you could see when she found it, she lit up and ran and got it. And then as she was running back towards us, the face changed from, look, I have a toy to play with to, I just did that all by myself. It was really cool. Yeah, super cool. Um, And then other big news this weekend, as I'm sure everyone has heard by this point, is that Jimmy Buffett passed away um, in his 70s, I believe. So not like a super old guy. I was surprised to see that. Um, But he had a rare form of skin cancer, which is just so sad. Um, And Jeff and I had one of the most memorable nights of our life involving Jimmy Buffett. And it truly is. We've told it on the show before. I feel like we should tell an amended version of it now. Um, He's known for being someone that everybody likes. I don't think he has an enemy. I I mean, I was just reading over the tributes. You know, a lot of times, especially with musicians, people say, oh, they were so talented or they were so an innovator or, Mm -hmm. but like almost every post that I saw of someone that knew him or another celebrity, like Paul McCartney wrote a really long post about him. People loved who he was. We were on vacation in the Caribbean over New Year's several years ago, and we went to an overpriced dinner and left and were walking back to the main street where the bars were. 
was it after midnight at this point? It was or? after midnight. Okay, so, so we'd we, already rang in the new year. We're at the restaurant for a champagne, whatever. And that's not our scene. We're at St. Bart. We're on St. Bart's, the island of St. Bart's. So everything there is European and fancy and elevated. So I think we went to it because we felt obligated to do it. But it cost too much money for food that wasn't good. Yeah. So we walked down to the little harbor where there were more mainstream bars. Yeah, there's like one of our favorite like sushi bars is down there. And our, we, we the neighbors where we were staying, our na- we happened to run into our neighbors and they were sitting outside a bar and I went in to get us drinks while Callie was standing out there talking to them. And when I get into the bar, the person playing music sounds just like Jimmy Buffett. And there's, and I look over at, at the, you know, where the little band is, and there's about three dozen people intently watching Jimmy Buffett. So I don't move. I mean, I, we are in a, like a bar. There's no stage. There's no. no lights. There's no, it was like a house band that did cover stuff that like everybody knows, I guess. And Jimmy Buffett is known for like, like he gets takeout from there. Like yeah. he's just around there and he is, he goes to St. Bart's and and he's there. So he's a patron there and he knows the house band, like buddies, you know? Um, so I'm outside being like, where the heck is Jeff? Like, what in the world is he doing? So I go inside and I find him and I'm like, uh, hello. And he was, he just pointed at the stage Yeah. and I was like, Jeff. And he pointed at the stage and I turn around and Jimmy Buffett is playing, um, with this house band, like they're a band, you know, like he didn't take over and he didn't showboat it. And he did, he just, I mean, he jumped right in with them and they, knew the songs perfectly and they harmonized together. And of it was Of course wonderful. they knew the songs. They were Jimmy Buffett's Well, songs. I know. We're not even, and, but he played all of his hits too. Yeah. And Callie and I, we're not Jimmy Buffett fans. I mean, We are I, not parrot heads. I, I appreciate the songs, the music he puts out, but we're not, we don't go to the concerts. We, I don't own one Jimmy Buffett album, but if Margaritaville comes on in the summer, we'll turn it Sing up. It. yeah. Right. It, it was, uh, it was un. Amazing. And that was And our- it was such an oddly intimate night. Like you would expect for someone of that celebrity for things to just be like that Taylor Swift went to a wedding, you know, and there are people just everywhere. Outside, yeah. Yeah, but there weren't. I mean, it was like a hundred of us, maybe. And the we people were- sitting in front of the bar had no idea what was going on inside the bar. Our neighbors yeah. never n- had no idea. And so it was just a cool experience. And my girlfriend sent me um, a picture that this food blogger, I think she's a blogger. She's, I know she's a, um, uh, an author and sent me this picture that said, Hey, didn't you have an experience like this with Jimmy Buffett? And she had posted, I was at this bar and Jimmy, and I looked closer at the picture and I was in the background of the picture. So funny. And it's this, you know, like Instagram personality. And I, I commented and I was like, oh my God, I'm in your photo. That was one of the best nights of my life because it was so intimate. And she commented and she was like, unless you were there, you really can't know how it felt. And I feel like we all had a bond that day. Yeah. And she followed me back. Like we started following each other on Instagram and it was just so cool. And it was a night that we'll never forget. And it was the best. Is the I'm, best. I'm trying something new. The like also to end that, uh, wear sunscreen, right? And get a dermato- dermatologist because <clears throat> I was doing a little bit of research on skin cancer and it wasn't his particular kind, but um, skin cancer, according to 
you know, the CDC can be very, very preventable and is one of the more preventable, most preventable cancers um, in the United States anyway. So wear your sunscreen. The sun is powerful. Whether you're in it all the time or you're not, throw it on your face every day. Take care of yourself. Um, He's gone too soon for sure. It is back to school time, which means that it is peak productivity time because you've got a lot of balls in the air and something that you don't want to spend more time on is cleanup and cooking when you don't have to. Well, Caraway's nonstick kitchenware makes cooking a breeze and cleanup easier than ever. It is back to school made easy. There is a Caraway product for every kind of cook. Caraway makes non-toxic chemical-free ceramic coating pans. Um, They do pots, they do pans, they have bakeware. We have the pots and pans. We love it. Food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard to pronounce chemicals will get into your healthy ingredients. And they have beautiful shades that fits into your modern kitchen. We even find ourselves leaving our caraway pans on top of our stove a lot just because they're so beautiful. Um, We don't even need to put them away. And I use them to cook my eggs every single morning. So, you know, two benefits there. And I'm excited to introduce to you Caraway's Prep Set, 10 essential knives and utensils designed for chopping better, prepping better, and storing easier. We are making cooking efficient with Caraway. Visit carawayhome.com slash upside10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash upside10 or use the code upside10 at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Yesterday, Ellie and I made a Target run and she found a water bottle that she really liked that she could use for, for school, you know, that would fit in her lunchbox and stuff. Um, and it was on sale. So I said, yeah, you can get it. And she picked out the one with the unicorn on it. Jeff, this is (laughs) the beginning of the story is Jeff says, I need to go get paper towels at Target. And he takes our two-year-old. And when he comes home, what he had in the bag was he did get the paper towels, but he also got a bluey coloring book, a water bottle for Ellie's lunchbox, um, what else was in there that you got? Um, she got a pair of pants and a shirt, both with hearts on them. Cause she liked the hearts. And she told Jeff that they were matching. So she needed both. Cause they had the hearts. Mm-hmm. And then there was like one other thing. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. You went to target for, um, for paper towels with our two-year-old who's really cute and yeah. wrapped around your finger. Good luck. And Ellie picks out this water bottle while we're in the store and she loves it. And she, we're in the car and she's putting it, she got it in the cup holder of the car, whatever. We go to check out and it's still in the cup holder. And I don't even, I'm not even paying attention. It's not to on it. your radar. I take everything out of the cart. I, you know, put it, you know, pull it around. And uh, as the guy is bringing up the last stuff and we're you know, having small talk, um, Ellie pulls the water bottle out and stops us from shoplifting by saying, what about this, daddy? And holds it up. And I was, I don't know why that impressed me. Like that, that, that she. It's my child. I don't know. I It wasn't that we didn't steal. It was that, she, I don't know. That she I'm, noticed it and she's like, you know, aware of it. And also, hey, this is the right thing to do. Like I could take this or we could pay for it. Like I know that we should. So I'm going to remind him. I think, you know what I think it is? I think it's just really amazing to to watch the to watch the dots connect mm-hmm. whether it's going to get a dinosaur from a, 
a bench that's 15 yards away or it's checking out of a store and knowing that we're about to, for, you know, because if we forgot, I wouldn't have, it wasn't like a $1 thing. It was like we would have had to go back in and pay for it. You right. know what I mean? Right. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It's silly, but cool. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is a new study from Iowa State University finds that spending just half an hour less on screens every day is good for your mental health. So I know a lot of people say totally do away with phones and get rid of your screens and blah, 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 blah. But really, if you can just decrease it by 30 minutes, um, people who do that experience less anxiety, less depression, loneliness, and fear of missing out, FOMO. And the benefits were noticed after just two weeks. We should both try that in the evening. You know what? Okay. First of all, I want to give us kudos because this um, weekend, we Jeff and I have gotten a lot better about putting our phones down during family time. I don't know if you've noticed, but it's been like a huge change, especially for me. Like I leave my phone upstairs now. I don't even come downstairs with my phone in the morning anymore. That's awesome. Yeah. And, I mean, I have noticed. And we got to breakfast and, you know, they text you like when your table's ready. And Jeff and I both looked at each other and neither one of us had our phone. Yeah. That was pretty what? cool. I, it, was it was pretty actually- cool. I was actually pretty proud of that. Yeah, and it was both of us. It was like, what? You didn't bring your phone? I didn't bring, you know. Ah. I think my watch would have gotten that, but I'm not 100% Mine wouldn't sure. have. I have no. Because you don't have the I've cell no thing on cell your thing on my watch. Um, your second random thing. It, oh, the thing, the reason I was saying in the evening is because uh, I think it doubles your time warp. You had... I mean, you said earlier, I don't know. I just felt tired during the day. Maybe I had what, what Ellie had. No, I don't think you went to bed before 1 a.m. That's just because night. it was a holiday weekend. I know, but I think you, I think you, I think it doubles for you because you're looking at your phone while you're watching your Dateline marathon. Yes. So I think you just lose track of time. Yeah. Uh, your second random thing is uh, I hope your favorite football team won over the weekend because. Ohio State University has found that fans experience a boost in self-esteem after watching their team win a big game. Specifically, the researchers there found that football fans enjoyed improved self-esteem following a victory for at least two full days after the big game. Now, I wonder what they would say following a loss because we have friends in house-divided households who, when one of them loses, it is like three days of don't talk to me. (laughs) So I feel like a loss could go. And they're big SEC rivals. Right. So I feel like it could go either way. Yeah. yeah. And your third random thing for today is that the average kid reads five books a month, according to a new survey of teachers and parents. It finds that kids who read more tend to be happier, have a more active imagination and problem solve better than kids who rarely or never read. Students read read for around 35 minutes throughout the school day, aside from textbooks, but 40% of teachers feel that their students don't spend enough time reading at school. So if you hear this and you have a child or you have a child on your life, focus on reading to them, reading with them, or maybe getting books as a gift. And those are your three random things. Thanks for listening to the Upside Pass Cast. Peace to you.